I'm Ben Sandifer, and on this Middle Georgia podcast, we'll talk with Gary Matheny about his new CD. Night in the city and the lights are pretty and the taxi's moving real slow. People are walking, people are talking, but no one seems to know. Subway moving, but the people look sad, thinking about the day they had. Man on the corner selling magazines, hoodie on and dirty blue jeans. In and out, out and in, go home, come back, do it again. No one seems to care, nothing bothers you. The first single is called In and Out. The name of the CD is Not Looking Back. Gary Matheny now makes his home in Cleveland, Tennessee, but his love for music started in middle Georgia. Back in uh, 1966, at the age of 13, when I moved from South Macon to Jones County, I met a guy by the name of Tommy Dean, and uh, he and I became instant best friends. I I loved music back then, but I just didn't know how to play anything. I I liked to sing, so I I told Tommy one day, I said, hey, I want to learn how to play guitar. So he taught me, and we spent hours in my parents' basement setting up microphones and amplifiers and playing Beatles songs and, and the Rolling Stones and everybody, you know. So finally, he uh, he would get me with the band, the Belvedere's, and let me do a song occasionally with them. And then I got with the good guys, which was Al Bailey, Paul Tucker, and Alan Aiken, and uh, started playing with those guys. And then we added my brother Randy as the uh, organist, keyboardist. But other priorities soon put music aside for Gary. I got away from music when I turned 16. I, I pick at my wife and tell her it wasn't for her. I could have been a rock star. But what happened was I, I needed money to date. and Gigs wasn't paying enough money on a regular basis. So I had to get away. Uh, Tommy stuck with it, but I, I left it. And then when I came up to Tennessee, I started writing. And um, one day I wrote a poem. And this is a really cute story. I wrote a poem about traveling through Atlanta called Ode to Atlanta Traffic, talking about how bad the traffic was. I put it on Facebook, and someone picked it up and said to Lee Jordan, a friend of mine who I went to school with in Jones County, he put music to it and made a little ballad. And so when he got through, he said, hey, if you ever write anything else, let me know, because I think you write pretty good. So I started writing. And uh, from there, for about two and two and a half years, I continued writing, putting music songs, and finally I recorded my own album. And that album came after retiring from a long career outside of music. Well, I was in the shoe business originally, and then uh, in 1980, I got into the pharmaceutical business. And I stayed in pharmaceuticals for over 30 years, traveling all over the country. Uh, my wife said she had a part-time husband. I left on Monday and came back on Thursday. And uh, I've always loved music. I just just got away from it trying to make a living and support a family and so uh uh, then when I retired, it was just things I wanted to do, and so I picked it back up. But the creative writing part didn't start with music. It began with a book about one of his day jobs. I did. It's called If the Shoe Fits Wear It, Life and Times of a Shoe Salesman. Uh, it just kind of chronicles some of the funny things we did at Butler Shoes at Westgate Mall and, and things when I was growing up as a teenager. And the difference between writing a book and writing a song? Songs are what you feel anyway. Um uh, you know, it's something I don't. I don't just sit down and, and purge my brain to write a song. If I get an idea, I'm sitting there playing. Sometimes I just get an idea for some lyrics. I'll start writing and then put music to it or whatever. But no, writing a book is difficult, especially if you're writing something about yourself because it brings back memories and things. And you can It's kind of heart wrenching, really, because you think, man, that was a long time ago, but it sure was fun. You know. Little smile on your face. Let's be no. I want to be with you 
I Want to Be With You is the first track on the Not Looking Back album. Gary Matheny talked about some of his songwriting influences. You know, I think Jim Croce, um, uh, James Taylor, Gordon Lightfoot, those guys there, I always love their music. Uh, I, I love rock and roll and I love things like that, but I just always like getting into the ballady type songs, the slow type songs, some little faster songs that has a story behind it. I guess that's where my book writing comes in too, but uh, I just like the story, the feel of it. When Gary first started writing, it would be lyrics first and then the music. I did originally, I just wrote the lyrics and, and I realized it was hard to put music. Sometimes I just pick up the guitar and I'm up here playing and, and I'll start doing something and I'll start singing and I'll say, ah, those chords sound pretty good and I'll put something together. I've got a catalog of music that has not anything been done with that I just, I'll write something and I'll try to put a recording together so if something happens down the road, they'll have at least a tune to it. But uh, it's not really any formula. I just, I just have fun. I just have fun doing it. Gary mentioned earlier that the album was recorded by his longtime friend, Lee Jordan. Uh, we recorded at Lee's house in what we call the barn. Uh, it's a little, it's a little room and it, it was fun to do. And you record one track, then you go back and record another track, then you blend them all together and match them. But this was different because I actually sat with the orchestrator and, and played my music and then he would put together and send it back to me. And once we approved it, then I would go into the studio and do the vocals. And then they would do the mixing and matching and mastering and things and send it out. And if it was good, great, we went with it. If not, you know, we, we did it. It was different than what I imagined. Of course, in the old days, you know, these guys used to go and spend hours and nights in the studio with live instruments and things. Nowadays, it's all done digitally. And once again, the name of Gary Matheny's album is Not Looking Back. Now, there's not a song on the album called Not Looking Back, but here's how that title came about. Lee Jordan, as I told you, was uh, uh, he and I did some recording. He's in Monticello, Georgia. I told him one day, I said, hey, I want some pictures of us in the studio recording, so I put on my website. And he said, okay, so we didn't do it. But after a session, he said, come on, get in the truck. Let's go out into the, uh, he's got about 100 acres of land. And so he was shooting some shots of things. And so as we started leaving, I said, hey, Lee, would you get a shot of me walking away with my guitar on my shoulder? He said, yeah. And he picked up that sunlight coming over the hill perfectly. And uh, I showed it to a few folks. And, and uh, I thought when I did the album, I thought, man, that's great. I'm, I've got a past life with my history of working pharmaceuticals, and I'm not looking back. I'm going forward at, at, at my age. I'm just going to go forward. So I just picked up the song title. My wife actually helped in that. She says we were brainstorming, and she says, not looking back sounds good. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. And then comes the process of picking the 10 songs for the album. What we tried to do was get them all that were kind of similar. They wouldn't have a, a lot of, you know, um, uh, any country feel, then pop feel, and, and ballady feel, then pop feel. We tried to get them all kind of in, in, a, in the same vein, if you would. And um, one of the songs, Everything Was You, is uh, the second one we're going to bring out. It's, uh, it's a song uh, about a guy that's singing to a girl that he, he loves and he knows that the relationship is going south and, and her side and his side too. Life has come full circle, 360 degrees. When I look in the mirror, I find myself staring at me. Everything was you. The 
Though getting back into music has only come in the last five years for Gary, Not Looking Back is not his first project. I actually did a project with a guy over in Ireland that it was all done digitally. My first project uh, called 31st Street Sounds. Um, I sent the music over to him and he recorded it, sent it back, we approved it. And it's on my website. It's, uh, the album is called Red Roses on a Windowsill. Uh, it's him singing. He does more of a David Bowie type sound. We actually did a video. There's a lady over in Ireland that does my videos for me. She is fabulous. Uh, we did a video and it got 108,000 views around the world. It's called Sing a Lullaby and it's the one he does. And it's a great song but we've kind of got it setting out on the back because we're pushing the one that i'm doing now and uh but it's available out there and after gary had been away from music for so long how hard was it to get back into it especially playing guitar even though i knew the chord structures um it was just difficult to start back getting rhythms and things so i went out to a flea market up in Sevierville, tennessee and found me a nice little acoustic guitar come back home and just start banging on it again until i got to now i i just really thrive on getting weird chords i'll go and, and come down here on the, the the bridge and i'll get a weird chord and i'll say wow that sounds cool you know and uh and, and i can't identify it but i know what it is you know but uh it's just it's, it was difficult but it's fun it's just like i say it's just once you get it's like riding a bicycle once you get riding it again you you pick things back up normally when you release a new album it's supported by live performances i don't perform live and and and, and that sounds awful but uh i just got started and uh had not started performing live that my producer tells me he says hey we're gonna need to start doing some of that on radio interviews and getting you out to some of the small gigs and things and which is fine with me i don't mind doing that at all but right now we're just trying to build up my name so people will know who i am another song on not Looking Back is called Rosalie. It's a, uh, a song about a Spanish dancer. And I actually uh, contacted a lady in Venezuela that does flamingo dancing and worked up a, a deal to use her actual footage of her dancing flamingo to, to use on that video. The cantina was dark and cold and everyone looked real old and I saw her Rosalie Hair was dark, her eyes were bright, sparkling like the stars on a moonlit night. She was smiling at me, Rosalie. Earlier, Gary mentioned fellow musician and his longtime best friend, Tommy Dean. The Not Looking Back album is dedicated to Tommy. He was tragically killed back in 94, and his music never really got out. And I've got a project going that uh, we're recording an album of his uh, music that was never published or never music put to it. It was just lyrics, a lot of prose. And um, I hooked up with a guy that he used to play with for years back in the uh, 90s, 80s and 90s. And he and I decided to put together an album. And this guy has got a pretty good name recognition. And one of the songs that we've just, they're working on right now is from a guy that he's got a guy that's playing bass and singing some vocals. That is a big name recognition. And I can't really say yet without their permission, but I, uh, I will tell you this, they've got album after album after album. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get enough musicians that's got uh, some name recognition to go on this album to keep Tommy's music alive because we want to put a trust fund up for his grandson and put the money in there for him to um, uh, be able to go to school and things later on. So it's going to be kind of a project for him. But it's going to be called um, Remembering the Dove, which is what Tommy had written in songs. We open the podcast with a portion of the first single from Not Looking Back, 
In and Out. And Gary tells us how that song happened. I was up in my office um, one morning and I started just playing these chords, D and G, over and over and over and over and started coming up with these words. And so I called my wife up and I said, hey, listen to this. And she said, gosh, that sounds repetitive. It don't sound good. And I thought, yes, it does. <laughs> so I recorded it kind of on a little uh, uh, recording thing and stuck it off to the side. So when we did the album, I took it to the guy orchestrate, and he said, wow, that's cool. I like that. So he started putting all the other uh, instruments in it, and uh, it became the best song that we did on the album, in my opinion, and so did the producer. He said, uh, let's, let's use this as your first single. So that's, that's where it came from, just a little playing around. And there are others in the music industry who must believe that in and out is the best single on the album. It's a finalist in the World Songwriting Awards. I get these emails all the time, I guess, because I'm on these different websites and, and things. And, and uh, about two weeks ago, I got a message said, hey, we only got four days left uh, in the contest uh, if you're going to enter. And so I said, well, what the heck? So I dropped the song into the email. And the next thing I know, I'm down in Florida on vacation last week. And I get a note that says, hey, you're a finalist in the <laughs> pop genre section. I'm thinking, wow, that's great. I thought I'd forgotten about it. And here's where you can get the album Not Looking Back from Gary Matheny. You can go on my website, GaryMatheny.net. Uh, you can go on uh, Spotify. You can go on iTunes, uh, Google Play. You can go on uh, most all the major music platforms uh, that's out there. Uh, I'm real pleased with in and out The video has gotten over 13,000 views. So we're, we're real proud of it. You can get them on most all music platforms. I've had those music played on some radio stations over in Australia and, and places like that. So the more it's listened to and the more it's requested, the more it's played. And so that's what gets gets it out. For the former shoe salesman and pharmaceutical rep who's come back to music in his retirement, what's next? I'm in this for the fun of it. If things come and it goes great, then that's super. Uh, I'm just having a great time playing music and meeting musicians. And believe me, the door has been opened up and I have met some really, really nice people uh, in the music business. Uh, but everybody's kind of like uh, everyone else. There's no, there's nowhere to play right now. Uh, people are stuck in. They're doing Facebook Lives. I've done some of those. There's a lot of things going on there. And th I tell you, the Internet is a wonderful thing when you're trying to get your name out. At times when I get discouraged, my buddy over in Ireland, he'll say, hey, two years ago, did anybody in Germany know who you was? And I said, no. He said, how about France? No. He said, what they do now, they've heard your music, you know. So it kind of gives you a little boost. I honestly believe, Ben, that the Lord works in mysterious ways, and it just wasn't the right time. It was after I retired. That's when the right time came. And so uh, that's why I'm just enjoying what I'm doing. Go home, come back, do it again. In and out, out and in. Go home, come back, do it again. In. For Middle Georgia Podcast, I'm Ben Sandifer. Deep in production.